Chapter 23 It was after 5.30 in the morning by the time all the suspects had been hauled off to jail, the medical examiner had removed Dennis Kellerman's body, and the local detectives were finally finished interviewing everyone. They would have to go to the station later in the morning to make formal statements. Dan had recovered quickly, refusing to be transported to the hospital, and was now sitting in the recliner at the beach cottage with an ice pack on his bruised temple. Sean was on the phone with Agent Sampson as the rest of the group sat around the living room eating the sandwiches they'd thrown together. Despite the carnage and excitement, everyone was starving and wide awake, except Jinx, who snored loudly from his spot in front of the fireplace. Casey stared at the big black dog affectionately and vowed, I'll never again call him a worthless mutt. He finally proved himself to me, and the first chance I get, I'm going to the butcher and picking out the biggest fucking bone they've got for him. The others in the room laughed. He glanced at Mariah, who was unabashedly sitting on his lap at one end of the couch as his arms encircled her waist. She was wrapped in one of his aunt's old quilts and had finally stopped shivering. He was so proud of her, but knew tonight would create some new nightmares for her, and he planned to hold her through every single one of them. Ending his phone call, Sean took a seat next to Trouble on the love seat. Well, I've got great news. The drug bust went down without a hitch. They caught Hernandez and 13 other men, six of them high up in the organization, with a tractor trailer full of drugs. Street value of about 10 million. He paused as several of the other men whistled at the staggering amount. They also found two CPD patrol officers and Detective Frank Parisi in on the deal and collared them too. The DEA thinks there are a few more connections in the department, and Chicago's Internal Affairs is investigating with them. The DEA was able to pick up Hernandez's bookkeeper at his house and confiscated a ton of evidence. Sampson said the guy is already begging for a deal. Another peon in the bunch is also singing and told them the gun in Mariah's duffel bag is linked to two other drug-related murders in Chicago. That's why Leo and friends were so desperate to recover it, in addition to the money. The DEA will be sending someone down to get them from you, Brian. Oh, and the owner of the truck they were in just returned from vacation to find it missing from his driveway. So that's another loose end taken care of. Wide-eyed at the information, Mariah addressed Sean from her perch on Casey's lap. So it's over? Really over? The FBI agent gave her a broad smile and nodded. It looks that way. Samson also said your family's homicide will be added to the list of charges at the indictment. Her eyes filled up with tears, which didn't fall this time. Can you thank him for me, please? No problem. I already did. Mariah stood and scanned the faces of every man in the room. And thank you, all of you. For some reason you took a chance believing me and risked your lives for me. In the end, you've given me my life back. And because of you, my family can rest in peace. I will always be grateful to every one of you. The men just nodded with embarrassed expressions on their faces. Most of them weren't used to being thanked for doing their jobs and didn't know what to say when their efforts were acknowledged. Yawning, Mariah turned back toward K.C. I think I should go to bed. Otherwise, I'll fall asleep on your lap. He stood and put his hand on her shoulder, giving it a gentle squeeze. It's an adrenaline crash. Go ahead. I'll be there in a minute. Speaking to the group again, she bid them a good night and trudged down the hallway after receiving a chorus of replies. 
Casey waited until Mariah entered the bedroom and partially closed the door, before turning back to his family and teammates. Thanks from me, too. They nodded their heads but didn't give any verbal responses, and he didn't expect any from them. He knew they always had his six, just like he had theirs. He started down the hallway, but stopped short when he heard Peanut say, You're a lucky man, Casey. Just don't forget to invite us to the wedding. Looking back over his shoulder at the others, he grinned. As soon as she says yes. Mariah was coming out of the bathroom when he stepped into the bedroom and closed the door behind him. He was delighted to see she had put on one of his T-shirts to sleep in. Without saying a word, he pulled her to him, then crushed her mouth with his own, kissing her until they were both breathless and weak-kneed. Leading her to the bed, he gestured for her to sit on the edge of the mattress before he knelt on the floor in front of her and took her hands in his. He didn't waste any breath with a preamble and blurted, Marry me? There was so much hope in his question, and Mariah couldn't have been more surprised. When she simply gaped at him, speechless, he continued, I have never loved anyone more than I love you. I can't live without you in my life. I want to wake up to you every morning and fall asleep making love to you every night. I want to have a house full of babies with you and grow old with you. Please say yes. As tears were flowing down her cheeks in steady streams, she dove into his arms, and they both fell to the floor in a pile of entwined limbs. Somewhere, between laughing and crying, she finally managed to say, Yes. <laughs>